Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Our friends at podswag.com have gotten an incredible promotion for you right now. When you purchase any of our glassware, such as pint glasses or LaGreca pub glasses, you'll get 30% off. That's right. 30% off on all of our glassware, which is the lifeblood for all our daddy sodas and LaGreca shit. So take advantage of this deal while you can, because supplies won't last. Once they're gone, they're gone. So the glassware that we have available at podswag.com slash busted open, that's it. So when they're sold, you ain't going to see them again. So make sure you go to podswag.com slash busted open. I am drinking currently out of my busted open bully Ray glass. Nice. So I'm drink I'm drinking out of that. So and then and then once the show is over, maybe even before the show is over i have my stone cold steve austin's broken skull ipa and i'll be drinking that out of my uh lagreca daddy soda pub glass make sure you get them right now at potswag.com slash busted open and get 30 percent off this is the busted open podcast you can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Mickey James, Tommy Dreamer, and I go a little off the rails when it comes to our WWE Hall of Fame conversation. And I think I have a take 
that people aren't going to appreciate. Plus, we speak to Nita Strauss, the best guitarist in the world right now, and the King Josh V right here on the Busted Open Podcast. The King Josh V, Anita Strauss joins us here on Busted Open. Guys, guys, are you there? Hey, what's going on? Yes. How are you guys doing? So good. Excited to, uh, this is actually the first time I think you guys are getting the, the first radio play of the track, which is super exciting for us. Oh my God, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. We're honored to play it and we're going to have to play it again. We'll play the whole thing <laughs> all the way through. Hell David yeah. got so excited. We got we got really excited because we knew you guys were coming on. Sorry. Well, we always get excited to hang with you guys. Super excited to see you next week. You know, the whiskey is like, this is my stomping ground. So I'm excited that you guys are going to be in my spot. You know, I grew up playing shows at the whiskey and, you know, playing there with all the local bands and stuff. So I'm so excited to come back and see you guys there. Oh. That's incredible. I've never been before, so I'm so excited to go. Oh, my God. You of all people are going to love it. Um, yeah, I'm so excited. It's going to be amazing. Amazing. And so honored that you would come and that you guys would play. You know, that's just amazing. Yeah, we can't wait. The amount of history in that room is just, you know, it's 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 awesome. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Well, so. I'm, ex- I'm excited. So before because you know you guys are coming on for a couple of different reasons as you said the single that dropped today and thank you for letting us play it and thank you for giving us the access plus we do have a special yeah. announcement about exactly what's going to be happening you know at the whiskey next week but you know mickey if you don't mind i just have a couple of questions if you don't mind because i'm a you big go Nita, for it I'm, an, I'm a big nita strauss mark and obviously alice cooper's on vocals and alice cooper's my all-time favorite so so nita um how does it feel to be back, uh, you know, with Alice again, back touring with Alice again and and having him be a part of uh, of your new single? Oh, it's incredibly exciting. Um, you know, we've we've obviously been on such great terms with each other the whole time. You know, there was never any like, you know, I quit your fire. There was, you know, just a moment of stepping away and trying some different stuff, which, as he has said forever, he encourages his band members to always do that. And uh, I'm excited for the touring year ahead. It's going to be a busy, busy year. Like, there was no way I was going to miss Alice Motley round two, which is going to be amazing later in the year. And, uh, yeah, we're going to kick a, kick things off next month in April in, uh, I think, right near Alice's hometown in Michigan and go pretty much throughout the rest of the year. Oh, that's exciting. Nita, yeah. first off, how is the knee? Second off, where oh. were you the first time you ever heard yourself on the radio? Uh, well, the knee is doing a lot better. Thank you so much for asking. Somebody actually cares over there. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's doing a, a lot sh- better. Was a uh, rehab, was, Mickey, by the way. rehab was a lot slower than I expected it to be, which I think is, you know, something that everybody goes through. It's, you know, a meniscus tear was something that everyone kind of told me like, oh, it's no big deal. It's not that bad. But I guess mine was bad enough that it was, it's taking yeah. longer to heal than people expected. Um, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, it's two weeks and you'll be back up and about. But like, I wasn't walking for, you know, six weeks. Wow. So that was a tough one. I just played my first show back actually two days ago. I was in Dubai with Demi uh, over the weekend and the first show back went great. Just had to kind of take it easy. Lots of skipping and hopping, no jumping and running just yet. Right. Uh, But yeah, I mean, you guys know, you know, the knee and ankle injury better than anybody. Do you have any recovery tips for a newbie? Oh, 
rehab, I mean, when I tore my ACL and I'm so sorry, I was like, I was going to ask which was it meniscus. It's still just, you know, cause you don't even realize how, uh, how much it affects you, you know, from not 100%. just the pain or, and all that stuff, but, you know, moving it and icing it, all those things that are annoying and take time that you're supposed to do. And they tell us to do, and we don't ever do. Yeah, <laughs> icing it, the icing and the elevation and that whole thing was difficult for me, but it is important. You totally. Know? Yeah. Oh man. Ice and uh, I'm a big topical CBD person. Yeah. Um, oh uh, yeah, I'm that's the, that's something I got to get. I haven't. I, I will haven't text uh, what I use to uh, Josh uh, after mm -hmm. the show. Oh, I'm the wrong don't. person to ask because I tore my meniscus. I still have not ever gotten it fixed. And I used tape and a knee brace and I wrestled Bully Ray at uh, a TNA show literally seven days later. And it hurt, hurt like well, a mother. I'm, I'm no better. I toured on mine for eight months before I had it fixed. Yep. There oh, you go. I got yeah. the Coralac shot. Yeah, once you use tape, up. you don't need anything. You just, just yeah. bend it. <laughs> It yeah. works. Well, Anita, tape, especially. Exactly. You guys tape. get me. Well, Nita, <laughs> I, I, you know what? If I can give you some advice, do like I do. Don't do anything, you know, and then you'll never get it. <laughs> you know, that's that's what I do. I do nothing athletic. Solid so then, hurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, Nita, and then I want to bring Josh in as well because we, I want to make our big announcement for our show uh, at the Whiskey A Go-Go on Saturday Fair from enough. noon to 2 Pacific time. But... But but Nita, like when it comes to injuries, because we're dealing with it with one of our hosts, our host on Friday, Thunder Rosa, like a lot of there's a lot of armchair quarterbacks, like a lot of fans and stuff like that, that think that, like you said before, that this is an easy fix and you should be right back on mm -hmm. stage or right back in the ring. Like injuries are something that you can't fool with because you can't just think of in the moment. You also have to think of the future and you got to think of, you know, the long haul. You're still young. You're still, your career is still blossoming. I mean, you're in your prime right now. The last thing you would want to do is do something that's going to affect that. Yeah. Dr. LaGreca. <laughs> I mean, what well, I, <laughs> Come on, Josh, work with yeah. me here. But it's true, though. I mean, with injuries, you can't well, tell, you know, like every every body's different. Every injury is different. And I just feel like a lot of fans put pressure on performers like that. You have to get right, right back up and do it. And that's that's the wrong advice. Oh, 100 well, percent. Yeah. But when I think what you're doing on stage is so different than what the average, yep. you know, coming back from an injury for the average person is, you know, they do see like, oh, well, you should just be back up to everything. But when you're running and jumping on the stage and doing all of the things, like that's dangerous in itself and you can just re-injure it if it's not ready. Oh, yeah, exactly. And then the other thing is, you know, everybody wants to rush you to come back. And I'm sure it's the same in wrestling. You know, we I feel like we all we always talk about the parallels between wrestling and music. Like everybody wants to rush you to come back. But then if you come back and you're not 100 percent, then they're like, oh, she was so much better before she got hurt. You know, like right. that over former self. And, you know, I don't want to go back and not be 100 percent. So we took yeah. we took a lot of extra time. We did. uh really great rehab. Uh, I was at a place called Unbreakable mm -hmm. in LA, which is uh, Jay Glazer's gym. You guys probably know him from NFL Network and um, so much of the sports reporting that he does, uh, especially you, David, because I know he works a lot with uh, all the New York teams. Um, but uh, uh, we had them, we had a TB12 Sports, Tom Brady's team working on me, just kind of like the barrage of 
uh, everybody that we could to get back to a hundred percent. Well, I'm glad that you're back. This new single is fantastic. I got a chance to listen to it before the show and I love it. I love that you experiment in different styles as well, but still keeping true to who you are and who you mm-hmm. are as a performer. I love what you've done the last year with like touring with a Demi Lovato and, and changing different styles and seeing a different side of yourself as a performer and as you, as a musician. And it's a bold move, you know, cause you do, you know, and I had this conversation with Josh, you knew you were going to get some heat for it, but you didn't care. And I think you opened up a lot of new eyes and new ears, especially to you as a musician and you as a guitarist. So kudos to you for making some of the moves that you have over the last year. Thank you. It's, it was, it was so much fun. I had such a great time. You know, I still have a great time with, with Alice, with Demi or with my solo band. I don't ever want to get stuck in the situation where I can only ever play with one person and one style of music for the rest of my life. And, you know, now Alice and Demi, have worked together. Alice and Demi have been in the studio together working on music. So we're just making connections all over the wow. place. All right. That's cool. Awesome. That's awesome. What a collab. What a collab, I right? I hope they get Crazy. Nita guitar on it. With, with Nita is the common denominator. <laughs> yeah. You know, and she, she is that common denominator cause she's super talented. Like I said, I think she's the, the best guitarist in the world. Um, and she crosses over to not only different <laughs> styles of music, but also different worlds. And, and here we are. It's it's we're getting close to WrestleMania. WrestleMania in your neck of the woods in LA. And yeah. whenever I think of you, Nita, I think of one of the greatest entrances in WrestleMania history, Nakamura's entrance entrance at WrestleMania 34 that you were obviously a big part of. You know, talk about that moment for you and you know where you rank that as one of your moments of your career. Oh, absolutely. One of the most incredible moments. And let me preface this. If you remember your live show was that was the last time I went to your live show. And our first time there, oh, in New Orleans, you invited yeah. us there. And we went there after we left the rehearsals and we didn't say we didn't tell you anything. Remember I, that? Well, well, Josh, Anita, I actually have that picture in my studio right here where I'm doing it from. It's a picture of you, Josh, oh, Anita, myself, Bully and Mark Henry. Um, and Tommy's in that picture. Mother Marissa's in that picture. It stands in my office because that was one Aww. of my favorite moments because we didn't think Nita was going to be there. Nita and Josh said, I'm sorry, we have to rehearse for Nakamura's entrance. We're not going to be able to make it. But in true Josh no, and no, Nita no. We, fashion, didn't tell, we didn't say anything. Yeah, they I didn't mean, tell you. They just show, you just showed up, and it was a great moment. So thank you for that. No, no, we didn't tell you about the Nakamura thing until, we're, uh, until you saw her on stage. You're like, why didn't you tell me? I was like, yes, I, I know. That's thing. true. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, great job by you. You know, That's called keeping kayfabe alive, brother. I mean, you didn't mention anything about that, which was which was awesome. But, yeah, that, that moment, Nita, was fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, uh, it was it was definitely, you know, in terms of where it ranks on the things that I've done, definitely one of the most cool and surreal and insane moments. You know, it was my first time playing it at NFL Stadium, you know, and now I get to play at SoFi all the time. So I get to go to one WrestleMania in Josh's team stadium and then I get to go to another WrestleMania in my team stadium. So uh, it's just it's an atmosphere unlike anything else I've ever been around. Uh, cannot wait to see it again in L.A. in a couple weeks. No doubt. I'm sitting here thinking I may be the only wrestler ever to get hit with an acoustic guitar and an electric guitar. How do you think? Nice. That? 
So, and then Nina can hit you with hers, I guess, at some point, too. Yeah, that would be fun. I'll, I'll take it. Just don't hit my head anymore. Aim for the back. <laughs> <laughs> well, the new single, and it's out now. It's available now. Please take a listen. Winner Takes All by Nita Strauss. Alice Cooper on vocals. I already have my tickets for the tour, Nita, so I'll see you out there on the road. I can't wait to see you back with Alice Cooper again. Now, the King Josh V. And everybody knows that listens to this show how much I love and respect Nita and how much I love and respect the King Josh V. Josh and Nita will be at our party coming up at the Whiskey A Go-Go. And that place is going to be packed on April 1st (laughs) from noon to 2 Pacific time. Make sure you get there early because, you know, doors open at 11 a.m. But also you want to get to get there early because when doors open, Josh, I know you're going to be doing more for us than just being a guest. Can you explain what you're going to be doing April 1st at the Whiskey A Go-Go? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I used to do something pretty cool and fun and unique a couple of years back. And I used to do it at like UFC after parties and other events. Kind of disbanded. And for probably the last three or four years, I was like, you know what? I want to do this again. I want to do this again. Maybe I'll hit up Dave or something by doing one of the events. And you had literally called me up while I was just racing my mind. And I said, Dave, I have this idea. And I ran the idea by you, and you're like, I love it. So I have a project that I'm doing, and it's called Doomsday Device. Yeah. And it is a DJ and me playing drums. And we're doing, if you're a wrestling fan, a big music fan, trust me. It's going to be something cool, something unique, something fun. And I think people will be uh, really into it. So cool. This is going to be fun. This is going to be a party it's like no so other. Fun. And just like Mickey, guys, I've never been to the whiskey. So this is going to be yeah. the first time I'm ever going to be at the whiskey. So I'm like super pumped because like that's an iconic venue, the whiskey and go-go. I've never been there before. I can't wait. On the bill. It's going to say, when you get up to the building, it's going to say, bust it open. Dave LaGreca, <laughs> Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer, Mickey James, Thunder Rosa, the King Josh Fee, Nita Strauss. <laughs> I've had my face and name on a billboard in Times Square. It's not nearly as big as what's going to happen April 1st at the Whiskey A Go-Go. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Tommy seems very enthused, I can tell. I'm listening intensely. <laughs> but uh, I can guarantee you, uh, I, I won't let you guys down. I think the Busted Open Nation, I'm going to bring something special to you guys. And it's going to be unique. And we'll, you know, hopefully we get to do it again. But I won't let you guys down. It's I know awesome. you won't. I know you won't. Nita um, and Josh, since you're musicians and we're uh, talking music today, and uh-huh. it started off with Demolition, uh, their ring their ring entrance as opposed to legion of dooms and then we also we went on talking about this right before the call actually we were literally just having that exact <laughs> conversation before we got on the phone with you guys good tell nice. me so funny tell we understand it's not as good as iron man but do you <laughs> got maybe we'll have you on for the show we've already booked now for the 12th of greatest commercial use of an entrance song for a wrestler and greatest oh, ever Top five. Yeah. You got to get a list. You got to laminate it. You got to be weird. Well, you guys, 
uh, Tommy's leaving out a little bit of the story. It also started as the Road Warriors. The de- that that um, demolition was a ripoff of the Road yep. Warriors, and then we went down <laughs> another are. wormhole of um, <laughs> just like the, the the Rockers were a ripoff of the Rock and Roll Express. They were, and mm. then we went down Greatest Entrance Musics, and then it went down a whole other wormhole. So we've gone on many layers this morning. Yes, is it um, imitation the best form of flattery? I guess, but maybe oh, not in the look at that department. one, David. <laughs> All right, we won't well, even get into a powers of pain conversation. Well, I, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this, and and Josh, I, I I'm honored. I can't wait for you to be able to perform at our party. It really means a lot to me. Uh, but Nita, now I said Nita played Nakamura's original theme at WrestleMania 34 in a sold out crowd in New Orleans for That's WrestleMania. Incredible. But I I also know that Nita has played Walk for Rob Van Dam out on the West Coast yeah. in California. So so Nita has done both. She's played the original theme at a WrestleMania and she's also played like an you know a song, an established song for a wrestler as well. So I, I think Nita's the perfect person to do these two lists because she's done both. I, I mean she's performed <laughs> both. So she can do that, these yeah. lists. It's gonna be amazing. You have you have to be a part. I don't know what you're doing on April 12th, you and Josh, but you got to be a part of this show that we're doing because nobody better than you guys are going to be able to have this discussion with us on April 12th. What if okay. they're not available? Can they, we can can they at pre-record least submit it? We'll pre-record list. it. Dang. Yeah, okay. We'll pre-record it. Okay. We'll go on their and schedule. Then, and then yeah. I've, all right, I'm going to go out and, and, you know, when it comes to media, we have dirt sheet writers here in pro wrestling that – you know, that drive us nuts. And then there's media, Nita and Josh, that, you know, I'm sure when it comes on to the music side will dri- drive you nuts. There's one respected journalist and, and, and talk show host that I, I respect, Pete Pardo of Sea of Tranquility, who I know is listening right now. I want him to be a part of this show, too, because he knows music better than anybody I know. So I want him to be a part of that show on April 12th. This is going to be... I am telling you right now the most epic show that we've ever done in the 14-year history of Busted Open on April 12th. <laughs> well, hopefully some people will give uh, Nina a five-star rating for her Nakamura thing besides <laughs> yourself. But, but, if yeah. it was in the, but if it was in the Tokyo Dome, for sure somebody would give it <laughs> oh, a five-star rating. For sure. Yes. If, it was at <laughs> Wrestle, if it was at Wrestle Kingdom instead of WrestleMania, <laughs> it would have gotten five stars. But you know oh, what? It may More have gotten important- seven. It, it, yeah. You know what, Mickey? It would have gotten seven. But I'm going to tell you something that's more important than Dave Meltzer's star system, and that is the LaGreca laminated list. Nita's <laughs> performance at WrestleMania 34 is on the LaGreca laminated list, and that's the only thing that really matters. Love it. He's like, okay. it's on there, but it's on the back. What the- no, it's there at the top. It's at the top. There's no doubt about right. it. Uh, Josh, Nita, can't wait to see you April 1st at the Whiskey A Go-Go on the Sunset Strip from noon to 2 Pacific time. And again, doors open at 11. So everybody that's planning on being there, make sure you get there early so that you get inside the building. So excited, you guys. Like, I have to say, I heard, I've heard i heard Josh working on this a little bit the last couple of days, and 
without giving anything away, you guys are in for an amazing treat. I think you're going to love it. I stayed up till like two something in the morning last night with my, the DJ is my, he's been my best friend since fourth grade. So uh, his name is Kent and he's coming down with me. So we've been you know, childhood friends. I want to do something with them. We were working on everything last night and I have to say what we have is pretty freaking cool. Pretty I can't freaking wait. cool. I can't wait. Not awesome. a, speaking of freaking cool, uh, winner takes all the new single from the great Nita Strauss with Alice Cooper on vocals. And Mickey, I know this is your segment. I completely bogarted your segment. No. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do another one. I promise. I I am so sorry. No, I bogarted amazing. your segment. But um, I have to do one thing to finish it all out. Nita, can you please send us to break? <laughs> All right, guys, you've got the world radio premiere of Winner Takes All by myself, Nita, and Alice Cooper, and Josh playing drums. And, of course, you just heard the announcement about Josh's new project, Doomsday Device, playing at the Busted Open Party on April 1st at my favorite venue in the whole world, the Whiskey A Go-Go. We'll see you guys then. Up until that, you're listening to Busted Open. I'm Jake Mintz. And I'm Jordan Schusterman, and we are the hosts of Baseball Barbacast. There are 30 teams in Major League Baseball, and thankfully, Jordan and I are going to tell you about every single one of them. Someone has to do it, and that's going to be us. Season preview season is here, and we're going three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And you can download the Baseball Barbacast on the SXM app, available with all of our trials and popular plans, or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. That's B-A-R-B-Cast. So let's go to Carrie in Brooklyn. Carrie, what did you want to say? So when I was growing up um, in the mid-80s, late-80s, my favorite team was Demolition. Any chance they'd ever get in the Hall of Fame, given uh, the politics that's involved? I mean, I, here's the thing, Carrie, and it's a good, Demolition is a good one because I think Demolition's brought up a lot when they talk about the Hall of Fame. First of all, both wrestlers should be in the Hall of Fame individually, if you think about it. Bill Eady, like, you know, the mass superstar, Crusher Khrushchev. Without like, a doubt. Yeah, no, both of them should be in the Hall of Fame. But I have an opinion on demolition that I don't think a lot of people I are going to I already know with. it. I already know your opinion. Go ahead. Without even hearing it. What's my You're going to say they were imitation road warriors. They were. They were See? they were imitation road warriors. He's Vince so McMahon, crazy. Vince McMahon couldn't get the road warriors at that time, and he later did. And let's not even get into the damage that he did to that team. But you know, I think the road warriors were the hottest team in pro wrestling, and he made his. He couldn't get the road warriors, so he made his own. Uh, road warriors and that was demolition and I always look at and and listen Tommy and Mickey I'm I'm being completely honest I love both those guys I I, I again Hall of Famers individually there is no doubt uh-huh. but I can never put demolition into the Hall of Fame they're not in my Hall of Fame they were they were imitation road warriors I I I'm sorry that's just the way I feel don't apologize for the way you feel. It's okay, David. But, but I mean, but I think I might be in the minority on that one because I think people love demolition. Um, I don't think you're off kilter. I, I don't think you're too off. I, I do feel like there might be some truth to that, but I don't feel like that, that takes away from what they did or for the team that they was. I don't know. 
Can I try to um, penetrate crazy LaGreca brain? Go ahead. Yeah. Ric Flair stole all his stuff from Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. Right. So then wouldn't you just say, wouldn't if some person sitting on their rocking chair would be like, this Ric Flair is nothing but a knockoff Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. Yeah. But Tommy, that's not in the same like era of wrestling. They weren't I wrestling know. at the same time. I'm just time. trying to talk it's to a generation a or two human generations. Mickey, first of all, what you said is 100% correct. There weren't in the same generation. But I'm going to take Tommy's point because it's a good one. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. I think Ric Flair took what the Nature Boy Buddy Rogers did. Absolutely. And he improved it and made it much bigger and took it to a much bigger audience. You mm-hmm. know what? The Where it would be for me? Again, people are not going to like this, but that's okay. It's my opinion. And, and and you're welcome to call in and give me yours. I think the Road Warriors demolition comparison is like comparing the, the nature boy Ric Flair to Buddy Landell. Like, to me, like, Ric Flair wow. is the greatest of all time. Ric Flair is the greatest of all time. And the Road Warriors are the greatest tag team of all time. Demolition is the Buddy Landell. You know, talented, 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 no doubt, but not even close. And listen, again, please, everybody that's listening, Bill Eadie, Hall of Famer in my eyes, Mass Superstar, I love the Mass Superstar. Uh, Barry Darso, a great, uh, to me, he should be in the Hall of Fame. But Demolition, yes. Demolition, I'm sorry. They and and to Mickey's point, they were at the same time as the Road Warriors. Tommy, right. do you remember when Demolition debuted? Correct. Yes. What was the first thing you thought of when you saw Demolition? Road Warriors. Exactly. So how can they be Hall of Famers? How can you be like this? Is that you right the first time you saw them? You're like, oh come on! This is the this is a cheap knockoff of the Road Warriors. Um, let me ask you. Right, this. wait, hold on, hold on. Right or wrong? <laughs> um, I didn't, and I was crazy, but I'm also like, uh, I understood like guys would jump back and forth, and then I also kind of wanted this two teams to wrestle each other. Mm. Let me ask you this, David. I got two for you. You ready? Go ahead. I know we got to go back out to the nation, but I got to kind of see how you think. <laughs> Wouldn't you say then the Rockers were bite off from the Rock and Roll Express? They were. Mm-hmm. That was so my... Rock... Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> He's not sleeping tonight. There's so many things. <laughs> no, but I, to your point... Mm-hmm. Tommy, that's how I felt about the Midnight Rockers because they were the Midnight Rockers before the Rockers. They were the Midnight Rockers in the AW. I was like, that's Vern Gagne's, you know, that's Vern Gagne's knockoff of the Rock and Roll Express. Can't get the Rock and Roll Express, so I'm going to make my own Rock and Roll Express, call them the Midnight Rockers. And I felt yeah. that they were. And you know what? I felt that way. But you know what? Like, look, at they broke up. Shawn Michaels moved on, one of the greatest of all time. But I still looked at the the Midnight Rockers as like a knockoff of the Rock and Roll Express. I mean, they did a lot of great things. Like, listen, that they, you know, did they 
exceed the Rock and Roll Express? No, but they they came very, very close. Demolition didn't do that shit. Come on, man. How about uh, your powers of pain? What's your opinion of them? But here's what I got to ask you this, because the powers of pain, when they went in the NWA, they were two bigger guys to feud with the Road Warriors. Yes. So that made sense that I didn't look. I looked at them as, all right, these are rivals more than like, I can't get these people. They're knockoffs. You threw out a good yeah. one with the Midnight Rockers, though, Tommy. That was a good yeah. one. That was a, you, you're good. That was a nice counter. My I got friend. one last one Touché. for you. Go ahead. Danny Doring, ISPW's <laughs> fame, sent me a text, and he said Demolition had way better theme music than the Road Warriors. Oh, <laughs> my fucking God. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Love you, Danny. Danny Morrison. Right Dan, I want Danny Morrison if he has the balls to fucking call in and say that on the air. Balls. <laughs> Give him the number. Eight seven seven three four 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 eight nine three. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna text him. Uh, Paul. Paul has Danny's number. Dan. Paul. Send Danny, Danny the on secret. the phone right get, now. Get him on the He's call. He's working. Leave I don't him alone. Give a shit. He's a big corporate executive. Wait, wait, wait a second. With that kind of take, you can't be that intelligent. He doesn't have a job. Get him on. Get him on the <laughs> phone and have him call in. Vic Delicious also has chimed in, and he has said that uh, Demolition's music blows away Ella, Legion of Doom's music. Well, first of all, when it comes to the Road Warriors, I think of Iron Man by Black Sabbath. It's not mm -hmm. the. Oh, what a rush. It's Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Yeah. Agreed, but mm -hmm. they're both their takes are that song is better. All right. Well, you know, you I don't ask, know that that song is better than Iron Man ever. This, yeah, it's not even close. They're not even in the same class of songs. Talking Legion yeah. of Doom, but he that's another thing. Craze LaGreca. Wait, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. Do not disrespect the greatest tag team of all time and call them the Legion of Doom. They're the Road Warriors. Go. They're the road war. Now, there was a faction called the Legion of Doom in Georgia Championship Wrestling that they were a part of, but they are mm -hmm. the road warriors. Mm -hmm. They're not mm -hmm. the Legion of Doom. Mm -hmm. Not in that IP that's owned by WWE. Well, you know what? Let's go to somebody who is a good friend of yours, Tommy. And you know he's a good friend of mine, though. I gotta, I have to say... That I couldn't disagree with this man more. Let's go to Danny Morris himself from ISPW. Danny, uh, good morning, sir. You're wrong. Listen, before we even have this conversation, you better say your act of contrition, Dave. That's all I'm going to say. I, I Listen, I know my act of contrition, but why? Why should I say it? Why, what did I say that was so wrong, Danny? Is Iron Iron Man is not was not written and produced for the Road Warriors. Demolition by Rick Derringer was produced and written for Demolition. He didn't get their names right. He called them Accent Smasher. It's Accent it Smasher. It fit the rhyme scheme. It fit the rhyme scheme. <laughs> so that rhyme scheme was more important. Then the respect, you know why? Let me tell you why, Danny, and I'm going to school. Because I happen to know Rick Derringer. All right, him and I are close. 
okay? Sure. And I had a conversation about Rick Derringer about that song. And you know what? I brought it up to his attention. I said, you called them Axe and Smasher. Rick, I know I hate you're, you're a great musician, Hall of Famer in your own right. I don't mean to correct you, but it's Axe and Smash. And he goes, who gives a fuck? They're just knockoffs of the Road Warriors. That's what he said. That's <laughs> what he said. The lie detector determined that was a lie. That, must have, that, that conversation must have happened in the last 45 seconds before I actually smartened you guys up on who wrote the song. <laughs> well, I, thought it, I thought it was Jimmy Hart, but what do I know? My Lord. So funny. To me, to this day, I roll my windows down and I blast on loop Demolition by Derringer and Jive Soul Bro. I don't care. Okay. No, Jive Soul Bro. And again, I'm not. (laughs) That's 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 funny. Actually, I got to give you a lot. And I'm not. I'm not making that up. I really do. I believe embarrasses my kids. You know what, Daddy? (laughs) After hearing that, I'm sorry. I apologize for disrespecting you because the fact that you do that, you might be the greatest man on the face of the earth. Yeah. Try it. Try it on your and way I... home today. Try it when you come down the mountain, Dave. You won't regret it. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, Daddy, thank you for, first of all, thank you for listening and thank you for calling in. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. I love you guys. Hey, Daddy, what do you got love going you on Danny. this weekend? I am coaching a uh, football tournament with my kids so far. That's about all I got. All right, cool. Well, Danny, I hope to see you at ISPW soon. Yes, sir. Probably Friday night. All right, Danny Morrison from ISPW Wrestling. They'll be in Totoa, New Jersey, <laughs> coming up on Friday. So make sure if you're in the area, go see Danny Morrison. Talk some demolition and jive soul, bro. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, Please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.